The energy that lights up, turns on, cools, and heats our lives leaves a trail of waste. Natural gas is no exception. The waste from fracking is often radioactive. The gas industry produces enormous quantities of this hot waste, but there are no federal regulations governing how and where it is dumped. States deal with it with a patchwork of regulations and recommendations. In the Ohio River Valley and the Marcellus Shale Gas region, companies and regulators are struggling to find safe ways to get rid of it. Glynis Board reports from Ohio Valley Resource. Last August, a convoy of trucks traveled from northern West Virginia to Irvine, Kentucky, a small town near the Kentucky River where Appalachian Hills give way to rolling farm country. This is roots for us. We've owned it, I guess, since the 1800s. Vivian Smith and her husband, Denny, live next to a high school and across the road from a landfill. That landfill is under investigation by state agencies for accepting tons of radioactive oil and gas waste. We are getting older. We're in our 70s, and we feel like we are kind of vulnerable, you know, to illnesses with the things going on up here at the landfill. The question on everyone's mind, how did this happen? A report from the Center for Public Integrity calls this radioactive waste orphaned because no one government agency is fully managing it. It's exempt from federal disposal laws, so each state really has to figure out its own plan. Ohio, for example, hasn't formalized waste rules. New York, which banned fracking, does allow disposal of the waste, but with little oversight, according to the center. And state agencies aren't the only ones struggling. Industry is, too. So we're at the entrance um, on the lease road going into uh, our Charlene pad. Tom Waltz is a petroleum engineer who works for Entero Resources, the eighth largest gas drilling company in the U.S. Um, so what you're seeing right off the bat here, eight large green tanks. Uh, they would hold our produced water that the producing wells will make once they go online. Produced water is one form of drilling waste, which brings radioactive materials naturally found deep in the earth to the surface. Antero has to dispose of hundreds of thousands of barrels of this stuff. The easiest way to get rid of it is to inject it back into the ground, but that can lead to pollution and earthquakes. So processing the water is becoming more attractive. Antero is spending millions to construct a facility to do just that, It'll reduce volumes of wastewater, which is good, but also leave concentrated low-level radioactive solids behind. At its peak, this facility will create 180 tons of this sludge every day. And Taro civil engineer Conrad Bastin says it'll be shipped off-site for disposal. Given some of the flux in the regulatory environment with regard to those sludges, um, we've elected to take all that sludge uh, to a landfill that's currently licensed to accept it. Bastin can't tell me which facilities or where. West Virginia's Department of Environmental Protection says no approved facilities exist in the state, so the waste will have to cross state lines. Records filed with the West Virginia Bureau for Public Health show that last summer, a company that Entero contracted produced the 400 tons of waste that ended up in the landfill in Irvine, Kentucky, across the road from Vivian Smith. Knowing that they did not watch and there was nothing going on to protect us, I think it's like the hen house was not guarded and the fox got in. This waste is not as dangerous as nuclear waste, but it's potentially cancer-causing if ingested. So dust is dangerous, and it would be really bad if it got into groundwater. Officials from the landfill itself said they couldn't comment while under investigation, an investigation the Smiths hope will shed some light on the risks they may now have to live with.
For Inside Energy, I'm Glynis Board of the Ohio Valley Resource. That piece came to us from the public media collaboration Ohio Valley Resource and was produced in partnership with the Center for Public Integrity. For more stories from Inside Energy, visit our website, insideenergy.org.